This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. As the strength and conditioning coach for the New York Yankees for parts of three decades, Jeff Mangold was firmly embedded in building the dynasty of the 90s and 2000s. Mangold had a front row seat to the daily drama of George Steinbrenner's revolving door of managers, Yogi Berra, Billy Martin, Lou Piniella, during his first stint with the team in the 80s. Then, when he returned to the Yankees in 1998, he joined a juggernaut of a team and was tasked with maintaining the health of a star-studded roster, including Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Andy Pettit, and Mariano Rivera. In the book, Power and Pinstripes, My Years Training the New York Yankees, Mangold shares priceless stories from his 14 seasons behind the scenes in the Bronx. He wrote it with Peter Boddy. Jeff Mangold served as the head strength and conditioning coach for the Yankees from 84 to 88 and from 98 to 2006. During his tenure, the Bronx Bombers won nine straight American League East titles, appeared in five World Series, and won three World Series championships in 98, 99, and 2000. Happy to have Jeff Mangold join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Jeff, welcome to this program. Steve, uh, thanks for having me. A pleasure. So, Jeff, what made you decide to write this book? Well, from a, a unique standpoint of, of being in the dugout for many years and uh, also behind the scenes of being in the weight room, being on the flights uh, across the country, on the buses, uh, in the food room with the players, they came across the opportunity to have a, a lot of a lot of stories, a lot of sh- sharing from the players and coaching staff and administration with me. And I, as time went on, uh, that many of my friends would mention to me at uh, get-togethers and parties and so forth, I might start telling a story or two, and they're going, you know what, Jeff, you need to write a book. And finally it came to a point where I, I made a decision to to investigate a little bit, and uh, in conjunction with Peter Boddy, uh, who's a sports columnist with the New York Post, that uh, we ventured into this. And just so glad to have the opportunity to, to share my uh, ups and downs, challenges, and successes uh, relative in, in the sports world, especially with the iconic New York Yankees. Jeff, let's talk about some of those ups and downs. Let's start with your first stint with the team in the 1980s. And I mentioned the managers, the revolving door of Yankee managers. First off, what was George Steinbrenner like? What was your relationship with him? Well, I have to give Mr. Steinbrenner credit for being an innovator and not an imitator. That At that, at that time, there were any strength and conditioning coaches at the major league level. And at least George and his staff had the foresight to bring in someone of, of my capability to to headline and, and to dictate what these players should be doing, specifically for baseball, for performance enhancement. And not to be bodybuilders, not to be power lifters, but to strength train specifically for baseball. And But uh, you know, George, is, George is very intense and... In the meetings with George, it was just a uh, electricity or excitement about it because it was you never know what's going to happen. Somebody could get fired or threaten to be fired, or uh, just just the, the dictating of his authority. It was at a very high level, that's for sure. Let's talk about some of the players during that time: Dave Winfield, Ron Guidry. Uh, what were they like? Number one, just very blessed athletes that. Could, could I think they could have played professionally in multi, multiple sports, even Guidry. Uh, but uh, 
Winfield was drafted by three teams. He was drafted by the Utah Jazz, the Minnesota Vikings, even though he never played football at a high school or collegiate level, and also the San Diego Padres uh, ended up drafting him. But 6'6", 235, 240 pounds, and it could just move like a gazelle and had a rocket arm and just hit line drives all over the field, all over the stadium, all over the the bleacher seats. Uh, just phenomenal to, to watch him day in and day out. And Ron Guidry, for a wiry Louisiana, from Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Lightning was the nickname. Uh, didn't weigh more than 175, 180 pounds, but just explosive, fast-twitch muscle fiber, which I discuss in the book quite a bit regarding uh, the, the need for that type of explosiveness. One thing about Guidry, he was probably one of the best center fielders that no one ever saw. Mm. He, he would man center field during batting practice and just run everything down. Same, as, same thing as uh, Mariano Rivera did later. Chatting with Jeff Mangold, he uh, with uh, Peter Body uh, written the book "Power and Pinstripes: My Years Training the New York Yankees." Jeff, how did this uh, the uh, strengthening and conditioning change from when your first stint with the Yankees in the '80s, and when you come back after a short stint with the Mets, Crosstown '98? When you come back to the Yankees, what was the attitude like? Well, first, what was the attitude like in the '80s with guys like Winfield and Guidry, and then when you came back with uh, the newer players on the Yankees? Yeah, at first, in 1984, I was very skeptical and that I had to really downshift the the spread of information and the objectives that I tried to get get across. Number one was just to begin a, a daily stretching routine and warm-up routine for the players, which had never been done before, just to be organized to be with me on the field for 15 or 20 minutes to go through some daily activities to get warmed up. And then also back in the eighties, the facilities, there were, there were no stadiums that were designed to have a, have a weight room. So there were a lot of makeshift storage rooms that were turned into, to weight rooms. And uh, contrary to that, when I came back in 1998, that, New stadiums had equipped, they had facilities to train both for the home team, but also on the visitor's side of the stadium. They would have a separate weight room for the, for the visitors. So there would have to be no crossovers prior to or after a game, which could at some points did lead to some problems, having players mingle a little bit in, in the weight rooms. Some guys don't get along too well. <laughs> what was your relationship like with Joe Torrey? Very close. That on my aspect of it, Joe liked to train. He liked to work out, and it was a great release for him of stress. And he would work out six days a week on average for about an hour. If it was a day game, uh, one o'clock start. Let's say that he would be at the stadium by seven thirty, eight o'clock to get his workout in. Same thing in for a night game, but. If it was a 7.30 game, he'd be at the stadium by 1.30 or so. And it would just give him an opportunity to have an hour of time by himself, not to be uh, interrupted. And you could just see him thinking out current problems or fires that he was going to have to put out. But he was uh, he led by example. 
players realized the tremendous playing career that he had. And Joe understood what these players were going through. And it was, it was fabulous just to watch his way of, of handling people. And that's, that's what it comes down to be a great manager. You know, the X's and O's are very important, but also you've got to be able to manage and listen to and take care of superstars. And he had, he had a handle on it like nobody else I ever saw. Speaking of taking care of superstars, then there's that one spring training with guys like Roger Clemens and a bunch of other Yankees. They show up with their own personal strength coaches. What was that like for you? Yeah, that was a it was a problem for three or four years where the leadership or, or the um, organization trusted me to handle the players, and here it was somebody getting the carpet pulled out from underneath you, not knowing definitely what these players that were active with their personal trainers, what they were doing off-site. So it left a gray area there for control and to keep these players healthy, and it it imploded. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a daily grind. It was a daily struggle on my end to knowing that some of these other Players had their personal trainers around, and uh, just to maintain maintain control of the team. Chatting with Jeff Mangold, he along with Peter Buddy have written the book uh, "Power and Pinstripes: My Years Training the New York Yankees." Let's fast forward to today for a moment, Jeff. I want to get your um, feelings and thoughts on right now. There's what the top two or three pitchers in baseball are down with injuries. Jacob Degrom just had a scare. What's going on? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's quite a topic. It's it's the topic. It has been for for years of for players to maintain their health. Baseball is an explosive game, Steve. That mm. uh, they can a player can go ten or fifteen minutes without giving all out effort, without having to uh, try to go first to third or to sprint down the first baseline or to, to fire a rocket from the right field foul line into the cutoff man. So they have to be prepared to, to handle those stresses. And the big part of it, too, is the increased muscular strength that these players have, have garnered. Many times the tendons and ligaments are not maintaining or getting as strong as the muscle fiber is, and that's why they're having problems. That's why you have strains and tears. But, I mean, every day there's somebody else going on the injured list of stars across the league. There are many moments with Jeff Mangold. He, along with Peter Body, have written the book, Power and Pinstripes, My Years Training the New York Yankees. I uh, wanted to ask you about Mariano Rivera. He did the forward for this book. Uh, what was your relationship like with him? We were very close. He's such a gentleman and such a calm demeanor about him, even in the most uh, hectic and uh, uptight moments for most people to come in and close out big games, that Mariano was just at ease. And he had mentioned to me that he felt that he was born, born to do this. And he just had extreme confidence. And he could shake off a, a bad outing maybe once once out of ten outings that he somebody might get to him or or blow a save, but to have a very short memory and, and to move on from it. But once the 
one story that built our relationship early on and his trust in me, Steve, was that I, I grew up in Sioux City, Iowa. Mm. There's a small small NAIA school, Briarcliff College, that has a pretty good basketball team. The, the head coach from Briarcliff College started a pipeline to bring in some Panamanian players to play there. So I would work out at Briarcliff College when I was in high school doing some weightlifting strength training. And I ended up meeting these guys and, and ended up befriending them and actually playing with them a few times on the court. And so I mentioned this to Mariano. I started mentioning these names of Rolando Frazier, Ernesto Tito Malcolm, and Eddie Butler. And Mariano goes, how do you know these guys? These guys are my heroes. These guys are all-stars in Panama. So that, was, that really bonded our relationship early. Jeff, I know there were a lot of moments. Do you have a favorite moment or two of all of your time with the Yankees? Well, one that that is thrilling. Remember, many thrilling moments, but to have your name over the PA system to be introduced by the great Bob Shepard, mm. whether it be the beginning of the season or to in the playoff games or the World Series where the teams are introduced. And to have Bob Shepard mention you have your name over the PA system and jog out there to the first baseline was, was really something. And uh, the perfect games with David Wells and David Cohn that uh, you go into the, those games and you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. That's one great thing about baseball day-to-day. You just never know. And just the electricity that 45 to 60,000 New York Yankee fans in that stadium especially with the David Wells perfect game against the Twins, that it makes the hair of your neck stand up. It's, you, cannot, you can't buy it. But also the first World Series win against the, uh, out in San Diego against the Padres, that was just something completely different and new and, and uh, it's so excitable. Yeah, and also you've got to get the book to read the story about how Jeff wound up with Mike Piazza's broken bat during the 2000 World Series, too. Uh, Jeff Mangold <laughs> with Peter Body. The book is uh, Power and Pinstripes, My Years Training the New York Yankees. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. Steve, great having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And this is Speaking of Writers.